there and welcome to the podcast, Biblical Questions. We're excited that you've taken time out of your day to download our podcast and to listen to us. We certainly hope and pray that Christ would be glorified, you as our listener would be edified. For more information about us, I would encourage you to please go to our webpage at biblicalquestion.com, all one word, all lowercase. There you can find out more information about us. We have a statement of faith posted, links to our social media account, a prayer request page, and so much more. We do get quite a few hits on that each week. And I really thank those people who have been prayer warriors and will continue to be prayer warriors. We have so many people around the world that listen to this podcast. We are truly blessed. And many have to go to like an internet cafe to download the podcast and they take it home. For those who live in the Western world, don't have a clue what that is. That means they pay so much per hour to use an internet connection and it can be quite expensive. And so people in the United States and the Western world in general do not understand how fortunate we are to have such luxuries in our home. I do understand that they all comes at a cost. Um, everything costs something. And today we're going to talk about uh, taking the Lord's name in vain. Taking the Lord's name in vain. And if you have a Bible, I would encourage you to, to follow along. We would certainly hope and pray that you would do that. We ask each week that folks uh, download a Bible or go get one. I personally feel that if uh, you're listening to anybody who claims to be a Christian and tells you you don't need a Bible to check them out, I walk away from those folks. I'm, I believe, truly believe, the Word of God is the ultimate authority. If it's there, I have to believe it. Does it mean that I wouldn't struggle with it, just like you struggle with things as well that come through the Bible? But we need to work through those struggles. And the only way to do that is to read the Word of God. Be in prayer, find a good prayer warrior, a good spouse who wants to pray with you, read the Bible, and study the Bible. That's not always easy. We know that we get really tied up with work and other issues that come around that we have to deal with. And so I certainly understand why it's not easy. But we're going to talk again about the misuse of God's name. And you can find this in Exodus chapter 20, verse 7. It says, You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for I, the Lord, will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. That's actually the... The New King James Version. You know, there's a lot that goes into a name. I think one of the first duties that most parents feel that they're obligated to do is find a name for their child that's just been born. That name will be used to be very precious to that person for the rest of their life. And I know that more and more people are using names that are not traditional. For whatever reasons, I, I don't know for sure, other than it's just a different day and time, perhaps. But you can tell those who really have a Christian background, traditional background, and they're naming their children a more traditional type names. And so those have not completely gone away, uh, but they seem to be fewer and fewer for some reason. You can read uh, books about babies' names and you can uh, get the meaning of names. You can search that out on the internet. Uh, there's lots of things that go into a name. 
including how it's spelled. Is it going to be spelled with a K or a C? You know, got to love that English uh, language. And so, you know, when you're, when you're holding your, your newborn baby and telling them, Hi, I'm, I'm your new daddy, or what goes through your mind as, as, a, as a new parent or a new mom or dad? What is this child's name going to be? It, we need to understand God's name. It literally means, I am who I am. I will be who I will be. Uh, it speaks of God's self-existence, his self-sufficiency, his supreme sovereignty. As the events of Exodus would unfold, it also testifies to his saving power. You know, the Israelites learned from their deliverance that God is the God that reveals his name to Moses as the God who saves. And they have been just saved from slavery many years in Egypt as a slave, as their people. This command is given here is not to take the Lord's name in vain. Like many commands, it has both a negative and a positive side. It, it, here's the positive. It, it, it's just simply implied. The negative, do not dishonor, do not misuse the name of God. Uh, the positive would be to give reverence and honor to his name. How many of us want our name slandered? You know, in the, in the time of elections in, in the United States especially, there is so much slander and mudslinging going on. Their opponent's name, uh, it, it's, they do everything. They can run that, that person's name through the mud. I mean, it's just, it's actually very disgusting. I'm glad we really don't watch TV at all anymore. And so, we do not tell God who he is. He tells us who he is. And God has his own naming rights. And, and in this, in this is a sign of his sovereign authority. God's name comes before all other names. You shall not take the Lord your God's name in vain. To, to give a more little translation, it would read something along the lines, You shall not lift up the name of your Lord God for nothing or nothing less. This is a term that had fairly technical meaning. It, it, it's used in the courtroom for many years uh, to take an oath. I know some places do not uh, pull out a Bible and say, Do you solemnly swear to tell the whole truth, the whole truth? You know, so help me God. People uh, did that for many, many years. And with more and more people thinking, Well, uh, I shouldn't use that. I shouldn't swear to things. I shouldn't be using God's name that way. Or simply, people don't believe in God in the Bible. And there's no fear of God, even if they would swear to his name. So, you know, people, again, for other situations, they, I mean, around uh, work, at least in my area where I'm at, people really don't use a lot of profanity. Uh, and so I'm very thankful for that. 
But I have been in work environments, excuse me, uh, where profanity and God's name is just used so loosely. Um, it, it's really, really sad. And some of those folks claim to be Christian. They claim to be followers of God. And yet, here they are using God's name in a very uh, forbidden way, a, a very vain way. And really, in a lot of ways, it's very empty. Uh, this misuse of God and using his name has this idea that you have um, absolutely no thought, care, love, or respect for him and his name and his authority. See how fast you go over to the Coca-Cola plant and say, hey, I, I want a Pepsi. Or this sure tastes like Pepsi. See how fast they kick you out of their lobby. Probably not going to be there very long. Okay? There's a big thing about names. They have value. They have importance. And so, and this is some of the reason that God will condemn us because of misusing his name. It's, it's a very great sin. And God has his name that has really, again, deep spiritual significance. So we need to treat it like something that has value. Like, how would you want your name used? It is a direct attack on God's honor again, I mean, and, and on his glory. Anyone who makes such an attack deserves to be condemned. And when people break the, the third commandment, and really all other commandments, they are guilty before God, and ultimately, at some point, we all will be judged for our sin. And there's many examples in the Bible. Uh, perhaps the most shocking one occurs in, in the Leviticus chapter 24. You really need to keep reading that entire chapter. But there's going to be a dispute between uh, the Israelites and, and those who were part of the Egyptian background as they fought a mixed uh, descendant. And they end up blurting out and they, they curse against God. The scripture says that this man, he blasphemed and cursed the name of the Lord. And the bystanders were so appalled at what this man said, they seized him, they brought him straight to trial before Moses, and the Lord did not hold the man guiltless, but said, uh, in, in verse 23 of this chapter, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take outside the camp him who has cursed, and then let all who heard him lay their hands on his head, and let the congregation stone him. You see, we get this picture in the Old Testament, and this is some of the reason that people say, well, there's a God of the new, and there's a God of the old. Absolutely not. It's the same God. In the Old Testament, part of the teaching that it brings out as you study is how God looks at sin. He really hates sin. In that word hate, has a lot of malice in it in the English, English language. Excuse me. 
but in the original text, Hebrew and Greek, it has this more of an idea of just total rejection. Okay, so uh, Jacob I loved, Esau I hated. And, and God just really rejected Esau. And obviously he really loved Jacob. That's the bloodline of the Messiah. If you keep reading here in this chapter, it says, Then you shall speak to the children of Israel, saying, Whoever curses his God shall bear his sin, and whoever blasphemes the name of the Lord shall be put to death. All the congregation shall surely stone him, the strangers as well as him who is born in the land. When he blasphemes the name of the Lord, he shall be put to death. So, you think God's pretty serious about a name? Absolutely. How can we be, be guilty? I mean, any people lift up the name of God and Jesus as profanity. Uh, maybe to, They think maybe it's seasoning up their, their conversation. It, it makes it sound more dramatic. It, it adds something to their, their statement. Well, when I hear those things, it tells me you really don't have a grasp of the English language. You're probably not as smart as you think you are. Uh, there's so many other ways to express yourself other than using God's name so loosely uh, as we would talk about a Pepsi or fried chicken. I mean, seriously. Many people do not even get upset over this. I mean, it's in our movies, our television shows, and it's just disgusting. And we as Christians need to stop using God's name so lightly. His name can save us. It is his name that has the ultimate power in the whole entire universe. I mean, people get upset and they lose their temper and uh, their perhaps their once protected thought process just kind of just starts flying out of their mouth. And they're really not thinking. So this is not to be used lightly. There is a get-out-of-jail card for all of this, and it's called the blood of Christ. And it's because of his sacrifice on a cross that he suffered, he died, and he bled. We can be cleansed from this sin. This is not a monopoly game. This is not a get-out-of-jail-free car because somebody paid the price for that word that you have been using and misusing. Many say, again, I guess this is just in passing. Uh, this is just something that we just don't really talk about. Yeah, I know I shouldn't be talking that way, but, you know, everybody does it. Who cares? Well, God cares. And you would care too, again, going back to how would you want your name be used or not to be used. I mean, here is James, the brother of Jesus, in chapter 5, verse 12. James 5, verse 12. But above all, my brethren, do not swear, either by heaven or by earth or with any oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, lest you fall into judgment. 
Matthew chapter 5, verses 33 through 37. This is the Sermon on the Mount. This is Jesus himself talking. Again, you have heard it said that of those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but should perform your oath to the Lord. But I say to you, do not swear at all, neither by heaven, for it's God's throne, nor by earth, because it's his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And that is referring to Jesus himself there, God. Nor shall you swear by your head, because you cannot make one hair white or black. But let your yes be yes, and your no from no. And notice here, this is how Jesus concludes this. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Now, I'll get an email, I'm sure, say, well, you know, I can dye my hair. That's not what Jesus is talking about. They could dye their hair in the days of Jesus, too. The point is, you cannot change the color of your hair. It is part of your DNA. I'd like to go ahead and close the podcast out by reading Psalm 113. Psalm 113. Please follow along if you're able. Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. For this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun till its going down. The Lord's name is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations. His glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, who dwells on high, who humbles himself to behold the things that are in the heavens and on the earth? He raises the poor out of the dust, and he lifts the needy out of the ash heap, that he may seat him with princes, with princes of his people. He grants the barren woman a home, like a joyful mother of children. Praise the Lord. You know, as we go through this idea of who God is and his name, the psalmist certainly understood how great God's name is. Acts 4.12, There is no salvation in any other, no other name under heaven given among men which we must be saved. You see, folks, that name there's something about that name there's an old hymn with that terminology in it god's name is the name that says there is nobody else there is no other name anywhere on the planet in the universe past present or future the only one who can save is god Through the sacrifice of the cross, through the shedding of blood, that is our salvation. Like the Apostle Paul, we we should preach Christ and Him crucified. That is what we should be doing. What a blessed privilege I think it is to be able to do this podcast each and every week. It takes time to put it together, and I thank God that I have the time to do this. We have a, a new microphone that we're making payments on, but I certainly hope uh, that it sounds a lot better than the last couple of weeks. Uh, we knew of the issue. Uh, we ordered one, and it took a while for it to come in. Uh, it seemed like everything is on back order. 
but uh, anyway if you'd like to help with that we we'd be greatly appreciated you can do that through our webpage there's a paypal account there but we lift up the name of jesus here so that the whole world and we have a worldwide audience to get to know him you know i know we don't have a lot of whistles and bells and a lot of drama music and we're just simply trying to give out a, a good basic christian message for people to listen to to get to know who jesus is to understand his word better and so many of our listeners are from third world countries that english is not their first language and so that's why we don't do a lot of big fancy words and talking and uh, we really want those folks to be continue to listen to us we really appreciate our entire listening audience we really do we certainly hope and pray uh, all the time for our listeners for future listeners we pray that we are absolutely teaching uh, the complete utter truth of his word we do not want to ever be accused by God and his word that we misused it or we abused it we want to give reverence to him in his name so the question for all of us will be this we're all guilty of it but how do you use the name of god i want to thank you for listening to the podcast i know it's a little shorter than normal and we usually try to go about 30 minutes but uh, I appreciate your time. I appreciate the fact that you listen. Uh, we have uh, over 500 followers on on one uh, podcasting app and several hundred on another. And if you are not following us, please hit that like button and follow us so that you get alerts each and every time that uh, we put out a podcast each week that you know it's been released and you can download it and listen to it. We we certainly uh, appreciate all of those who pray for us. We pray for you each and every day. We especially we pray for those in the church who are being persecuted around the world. We do have a social media account as well. If you go to our, our webpage, there you can find links to that. Uh, we post on MeWe.com, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Uh, we no longer post to Twitter. Uh, somebody hacked us and and so i'm just not even gonna mess with twitter anymore so anyway uh, we love your positive feedback we get good positive emails and comments and likes and we are grateful and we see all of this as a blessing and we certainly hope that you've been blessed by being our uh, subscribers as well again thank you for listening may god bless you and may he have the glory.